tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on October 8th, 2022 from New York City. Real Madrid were on the road today for their third match of the week as they traveled a relatively short distance to take on Hitafe in La Liga and Eder Militao's third minute header would prove to be all the whites needed to secure all three points with a 1-0 victory. Real did have a couple of chances to add to their lead in both halves that they weren't able to convert, and that in turn lent life to Hetafe right up until the final whistle, but the narrow margin held up and Real earned its first clean sheet in league play this season. The result gives Real 22 points from their eight La Liga matches, and more importantly, it ensures that they'll be no worse than level on points at the top of the table with Barca when the two rivals meet in the season's first Clásico at the Bernabeu in just over a week's time. Ancelotti's starting 11 for the match against Hatafe today consisted of Alaba, Rudiger, Militao, and Carvajal at the back, Modric, Chouameni, and Camavinga in the midfield, and Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr., and Valverde up front, forming the customary 4-3-3 with Andre Lunin at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's Real Madrid victory is that for the second match running, Real's failure in finishing off some good chances kept their opponent in the game and made things unnecessarily tense up until the finish. A third-minute goal from Militao set Real up well to put this one to bed earlier rather than later, but Rodrigo failed to capitalize on a great chance when he had his header from above the center of the six-yard box saved in the 39th minute, and then Real couldn't convert one of three shots in quick succession from the penalty area in the 48th minute. Real, to be clear, wasn't creating nearly as many clear-cut chances in the final third as they had against Shakhtar in the midweek Champions League match, as Hatafe's back five gave them a lot of the same problems that Osasuna's similar setup did this past Sunday, but the Whites did enjoy possession dominance once again and outshot Hatafe by a 2-1 margin, but they'd have to sweat it out to the final whistle particularly as Hatafe won a couple of late corners, as they weren't able to build on that early one-goal advantage to make for a much easier night on the pitch. I certainly don't expect Barca to adopt the setup and tactical approach that Hatafe did today when the two sides meet in the Clasico a week from Sunday, but I wouldn't be surprised if Shakhtar takes a cue from Osasuna and Hatafe to employ a back five at times, if not entirely, during the Champions League match against Real on Tuesday, as so far Ancelotti's squad hasn't demonstrated that they have the answers to break down that difficult defensive arrangement. My second key takeaway from today's match is that notwithstanding the clean sheet, which is a cause for some celebration given Real's defensive record so far in the league this season, the Whites still display far too much vulnerability to the counterattack over the course of a game. Even with Real's domination of possession in the first half, Hatafe still did have some opportunities on the break, with the likes of Carvajal and Alaba not recovering quickly enough from their advanced positions in the attacking half, and some lax defending in transition after halftime also gave rise to additional opportunities for Hatafe to get the ball forward in those few moments when they did have the ball. Ancelotti spoke earlier in the week about Real's need to improve the defending, and even though his men didn't concede a goal, 
I wouldn't characterize today's defensive performance as an ironclad one, as it was really Hatafe's own lack of quality in the attack that kept them from taking advantage of space in transitional play. As such, it wouldn't be wise for the team to view the final score as reflective of some significant improvement of their defensive issues, as better opposition won't be as cooperative in sparing the Whites on the break as Hatafe was today. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 1-0 defeat of Hatafe is that a freestyling Rodrigo gives Real a unique and effective dynamic in the attack, and I think that will be even more pronounced with Benzema in the lineup. He clearly was not constrained by his starting position today as Real center forward, as he found himself joining in the play both on the left wing with Vinny and Alaba, and also on the right side with Valverde and Carvajal. There were even moments when he dropped back deeper to play as an additional midfielder of sorts to aid in the switching of play from one side to the other in the attacking half. I thought in particular that the combination play in tight spaces was more effective when he went over to the left side, and that his presence on that wing in turn created some promising space on the right wing when Real quickly switched play over to that side. His unpredictable movement probably was also a factor in him being able to find space in his actual starting position when he got onto the end of a Valverde cross for a header from just above the 6-yard box in the 39th minute that was well saved by Soria. With the chemistry that the front three combination of Benzema, Vinny, and Rodrigo has shown so far this season, and with Benzema's own tendency to move about to the wings and into deeper positions at times, the freelancing that Rodrigo showed today will open up even more possibilities for Real to be versatile, unpredictable, and creative in the final third, which is only going to make the Whites that much more of a threat to score more often than not. And then Ronaldo! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 1-0 victory over Hatafe today. Starting up front, Rodrigo rated as a 7. In the first half, he and Alaba combined for a given goal on the left wing that set him up for a shot from above the box that went high to the right in the 18th minute. In the 37th minute, he got onto the end of a Carvajal through ball outside of the box on the right where he picked out Valverde in the top right of the box for a shot that went high. And in the 39th minute, he got onto the end of a Valverde cross from the right wing just above the 6-yard box for a header that was well saved by Soria. In the second half, he shot well high from above the box in the 47th minute. He had his shot from just above the left side of the 6-yard box blocked a minute later. And in the 57th minute, he had his goal disallowed by VAR on account of just being offsides above the right side of the box as he gathered a ball that ricocheted off of Valverde. His shot from well above the box in the 71st minute sent the ball wide to the right, and he was replaced by Mariano in the 88th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 6. In the first half, he played in a good cross from above the left side of the box for Carvajal in the right side of the box to set him up for a half volley that went high in the 7th minute. In the 26th minute, he got onto the end of a Camavinga through ball to get down the left wing and draw a foul outside of the box. And in the 42nd minute, he wasn't quite able to keep the ball in the field of play on his run down the left wing before he got into the box and drew a foul. And so VAR intervened a minute later to deny Real the penalty. In the second half, he was played down the left wing by an Alaba through ball and got into the box in the 48th minute where he picked out Rodrigo above the left side of the 6-yard box for a shot that was blocked. In the 78th minute, he made a run towards the top left of the box and while he lost possession with a heavy touch, the move did earn Real a corner. And in the 85th minute, his shot from above the left side of the box went high and wide to the right. Fede Valverde rated as a 6.
in the first half. He played a good through ball from above the box on the right that went just beyond Vinny in the left side of the box in the ninth minute. In the 37th minute, his shot from the top right of the box went high. He then played an across from the right wing to set up Rodrigo for a header from close range that was saved in the 39th minute. And in the 44th minute, he intercepted a pass on the right side of the defensive half. In the second half, he got onto the end of a Carvajal ball down the right wing and eventually set up Chuamani for his shot from above the box that was blocked in the 51st minute. In the 55th minute, he blocked the pass on the right side in the defensive half. He made an attacking run at defenders towards the top right of the box in the 57th minute where he was tackled, only to have the ball fall to a just offsides Rodrigo for his run-in and goal that was eventually disallowed. In the 77th minute, he won the ball in the attacking half and took a shot from well above the box that forced a save near the left post. And in the 88th minute, he attempted to catch Soria out of position and took a shot from the defensive right side that went well wide of the goal. In the midfield, Luka Modric rated as a 7. In the first half, his ball in from the left corner perfectly set up Militao near the left post to head home the winning goal in the third minute. In the eighth minute, he intercepted the ball in the defensive half and passed it forward to Rodrigo to initiate a break. He won the ball above the box with a tackle and then played a clever backheel pass to Chouameni in the 11th minute to set him loose for a counter. In the 27th minute, his shot from the left side of the box went well high and wide to the right. And in the 37th minute, he played a good crossfield long ball for Carvajal on the right wing during the build-up to Valverde's shot from inside of the box. In the second half, he played Militao down the right wing for him to make a run into the attacking half on a break in the 47th minute, and then a minute later, his shot from the right side of the box was blocked. In the 62nd minute, he intercepted a pass in the attacking half. He won the ball back in the left side of the defensive half in the 71st minute before playing it to Camavinga on his right for a break, and in the 91st minute, he won the ball in the defensive half. Aurelian Chouameni rated as a 7. In the first half, he made a run into the attacking half on a counter in the 11th minute. He intercepted a through ball in the defensive half in the 28th minute. He took a shot from distance that was blocked in the 33rd minute. He intercepted a through ball in the right side of the penalty area in the 44th minute. And in the first minute of first half stoppage time, he made a sliding tackle in the center of the pitch to win the ball. In the second half, he forced a save with his shot from the center of the box in the 48th minute. His shot from above the box was blocked in the 51st minute. He won the ball with a tackle above the box in the 54th minute, and in the 57th minute, his tackle in the attacking half halted a counterattack. Eduardo Camavinga rated as a 6. In the first half, he played a good through ball for Vinny to get down the left wing in the 26th minute. He intercepted a pass in the defensive half in the 27th minute, and in the 29th minute, he made a forward run into space on the left side for a break. In the second half, he blocked a pass in the center circle to disrupt the break in the 51st minute. His shot from above the right side of the box went well high towards the far post in the 63rd minute. And in the 71st minute, he made a run into space on the right side and played the ball out to Valverde during a Madrid counter. He was replaced by Marco Asensio in the 83rd minute. In the back, David Alaba rated as a 7. In the first half, he and Rodrigo combined for a give-and-go on the left wing in the 18th minute, in which he set up Rodrigo for a shot from distance that missed. In the 20th minute, he intercepted a cross from the left wing. His short free kick in the 27th minute set up Modric for his shot from the left side of the box that went wide. In the 33rd minute, he intercepted a pass on the left side of the midfield before making a forward run into space. 
and he just missed playing the ball inbounds to Vinny down the left wing, throwing a 40-second minute counter that eventually saw the penalty won by Vinny, disallowed by VAR. In the second half, his 48th minute through ball did play Vinny down the left wing to initiate the buildup that produced three shots from inside of the box. He turned the ball over in both the 51st and 54th minutes, but in the 59th minute, he played a good long ball down the left wing for Vinny. In the 61st minute, he blocked a through ball out in space in the defensive half. He took a poor free kick from the left wing in the 75th minute that sent the ball well over everyone, and in the 91st minute, he won a corner with his attempted cross. Antonio Rudiger rated as a 6. In a relatively quiet first half that didn't see him factor into many plays of consequence, he most notably made a forward run in the defensive half in the 13th minute, but had his pass intercepted. In the second half, he intercepted an attempted through ball on the left side of the defensive half in the 53rd minute, won the ball again in that area in the 67th minute, and intercepted a long ball over the top in the 73rd minute. Edward Militao rated as an 8 for his official man of the match performance. In the first half, he ran in between two defenders near the left post to get onto the end of a ball in from a Modric corner and head it into the back of the net for the game-winning goal in the third minute. He then went on to have several good defensive interventions throughout the half, with his most important one being his 40th minute clearance that denied Mayoral's run into the center of the box on a break. In the second half, he made a good run into the attacking half down the right wing in the 47th minute before he cut inside to elude a defender and passed to Rodrigo above the box to set him up for his shot that went high. And in the 60th minute, he intercepted an attempted through ball on the left side of the defensive half before he blocked Ines Unyal's shot from the right side of the box. He was replaced by Nacho in the 83rd minute. Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. In the first half, he intercepted an attempted through ball on the right side of the defensive half in the 5th minute, and in the 7th minute, he got onto the end of a Vinny cross in the right side of the box for a sliding half volley that sent the ball just over the goal. In the 34th minute, he won the ball with a tackle in the central area of the defensive half. He played a good through ball for Rodrigo outside of the box on the right side in the 37th minute, and a minute later, he won the ball on the right side in the defensive half. In the second half, he intercepted a ball in from a corner in the right side of the box in the 50th minute, and a minute later, he played Valverde down the right wing with a good pass. He won the ball in the defensive half in the 65th minute, played a good long ball down the right wing for Valverde in the 85th minute that he wasn't quite able to control, and in the 92nd minute, he intercepted a ball in from a corner. As for the substitutes, Nacho did not get a rating. He replaced Militao in the 83rd minute, and a minute later, he intercepted an attempted through ball down the right wing. He then intercepted a ball in from a corner in the 90th minute. Marco Asensio did not get a rating, although he was the most impactful of the subs in his short stint. He replaced Camavinga in the 83rd minute, and a couple of minutes later, he intercepted a pass in the attacking half, made a forward run towards the box, and passed to Vinny above the left side of the box to set him up for a shot. In the 91st minute on a break, he made a good run into space from the defensive half to just above the box before he played a pass to Alaba in the left side of the penalty area, and in the 92nd minute, his shot from distance went just wide of the left post. Mariano as the final substitute did not get a rating. He replaced Rodrigo in the 88th minute, and he didn't get to do much other than run around for a few minutes. Finally in front of the goal, Andre Lunin rated as a 6. He wasn't much troubled by Hitafe during the course of the first half, and his most notable moments were when he sent the ball out in the defensive half with a poor clearance in the 44th minute, 
and came out of the goal to intercept the long ball above the box a minute later. In the second half, he saved Uniel's shot from the top of the box comfortably by the left post in the 46th minute. He stopped Carlos Elena's shot from above the box by the right post in the 49th minute. He gathered a through ball on the left side of the box to kill a counter in the 80th minute. And in the 86th minute, he easily slashed Latasa's centering pass out of the air to end a dangerous Hatafe break. There was nothing awe-inspiring by Ancelotti's rotated squad today, as it was a largely ho-hum performance, save for Militao's early header and a couple of near misses in both halves. But the Whites got the job done for their second win in a row to cap a busy seven-day stretch. Three in the box waiting for the cross, and it was Bale! Up next for Real Madrid. The squad will head to Poland next week Tuesday to take on Shakhtar Donetsk in their home away from home in Champions League group stage play. Real dominated Shakhtar in their last match at the Bernabeu this past Wednesday, only winning by the narrow 2-1 margin on account of their failure to finish a ton of chances. And another Real win in this upcoming contest will officially qualify the defending European champions for the round of 16. Based on the gulf between the two sides in the previous match that saw Real register a whopping 14 of 36 shots on goal, there's no reason to expect anything other than more of the same in this return fixture, and if Real is even slightly more clinical in front of goal, they should be able to comfortably take all three points from this match against the Ukrainian side. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the match against Shakhtar on Tuesday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid! Oh, no.